Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. I wait until the afternoon. No, I know. I'm a little... I'm trying to get you two to try it. I'm like a pusher. No, we will. No, uh, Jillian came in and she said, I got to have an e-boost and she offered one to Jake and I. I offered you one. And both of us went... What's in it? What's like, in like, it? Like, like, like you're going to give us, like you're going to give us crack. crystal meth or something. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, it's a little crystal meth from the street. Oh. <laughs> Listen, it's, if you don't take it, it's more for me. Yeah, awesome, but I'm gonna wait. Oh my god, I don't know what it is. I'm just a little bit tired today. Yeah, you're kind of wonky. <sighs> you know, we got back from holiday, and it's like the kids are off their whole schedule. I don't know why I'm pulling on your microphone. That's sorry. <laughs> sorry, it scared, it scared like, me briefly. Yeah, I don't know. The kids are like off their schedule, and it's like. So you did go on. You actually took a holiday. Yeah. Whoa. What a rite of passage. My God. And we thought it's so funny. I, I really it's amazing how you think this is why you never say never. I remember seeing parents who would bring treats on the plane. And I was like, really, you pacify your children with food? Oh, my God. A six hour flight back from Miami. And she doesn't watch TV. She didn't grow up with TV. She does not like television. So, you know, you think to yourself, like, limit your kids TV time. I'm like, please watch TV, dear God. <laughs> she will not. Like the Lorax was on. And I was like, look, honey, the nope, no interest. So what I ended up doing was I had like this, this bag of these little puffs. They're like little organic little fruit puff thingies. And I would put one in my hand and then close my hand. And then she would play this game of trying to open my hand. We did that for six hours. Oh that oh, and books Lord. and puzzles and apps. So it was like the Elmo is calling app, the Peekaboo Barn app, and you, you know, yeah, you, you kind of, you, it's just, I, and I never thought that I, I was like, I'll never have one of my kid, you know, sitting at the table on an iPhone, but I hate to say it, she loves the app, so it's like she wants to, she wants to do Elmo is calling, or she wants to do Peekaboo Barn, or she wants to do like fish school, and it's like where these fish spell out letters or numbers. So I try to make it educational, but it's just, you just don't know. You really don't have any idea. 
until you're until you're in it. And it's just it's so funny. All the things you think you're never gonna do and all the judgments you shouldn't make but quietly do to yourself and what a difference. Eh? Oh, you used to fly back east. Oh dude, we used to it's so oh, funny. Like I used to fly and I loved it. I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna watch movies, I'm gonna get work done, no one can call me and it is you're like, Oh shit, oh dear <laughs> mother of God, here we here we have six hours of pure hell and the kids like bouncing off the walls. You know what I mean? And and so it's just, yeah, your life is so different. And we went to New York and I had to work um, for four days in New York. So, but like when I had the time off, Heidi and I used to go to shows and dinner and we used to like go to our favorite little shops and you know, here I am at the zoo. It's like 110 degrees. I hate crowds. <laughs> I hate kids. I'm like, how did this happen? Surrounded by children. I can't stand crowds. I hate the heat and I can't stand to see animals in captivity. It was like, I was like, you know, I was the person that was like, kids are really, really cute. And and then I give them back. Now I'm like, I mean, I'm sitting there. I'm sweating from head to toe. I, I mean, you know, and there's like sticky fingers on everything. And I've got the baby on top of me and his little carrier. And he's sweating. And he's miserable. He looks like he's about to pass out. And Lou's like, Mama, Mama, seal. I'm like, wow, honey. I'm dying. I just wanted to kill myself. But it, it's it's so funny how, you know, the minute they turn around and they're like, I love you. You're like, oh. Okay, let's go to the polar bear exhibit. The poor polar bear was like, it's 110 out oh, here. Poor, poor That's guy. Not, that right. that no, right. dude. I know. I even had a moral debate about whether or not I should take her. But it's like, anyway, it kind of. It, so it's just, yeah, your life is just so different. It's so, so different in, the, in, in ways that are amazing. But again, it's not to say here's what they don't tell you about becoming a parent and you don't really learn it until after you become a parent and you engage in the conversation with other parents is that it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard work. It's it's a lot of, of sacrifice. And you have to really find that balance. So like we thought I was I said, I'm not going to be that parent that travels with help because we had grandparents. Her, Heidi's parents were on in Florida. And I was like, I'm not going to be the parent on the plane that gives the kids to the nanny. They're my kids. I'm raising and them. And they're sitting in coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't, that's not, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? And let me tell you. So we went to New York, then we went to Miami and we had her parents in Miami. And then we went to um, a little island called Anguilla and we had no help, none. And I swear to you, I, everybody wanted to kill everybody. Like the toddler hated us. We were ready to kill the toddler because you don't get a break. And you think that it's so funny, like kids, they get sick of you, too, by the way. They're over you. They don't want to see you either. And I just think back to Dr. Harvey Karp when we did the Daily Dose and he's like, you should never spend more than three hours in a row with a toddler. And they don't really want to spend. Oh, God, really? Yeah. And they don't really want to spend more than three hours in a row with you. They want to play with other kids. They want to run around the, you know. And so I probably will have a little bit of help the next time we travel because we came off of our, quote, vacation exhausted. I mean, exhausted, exhausted. Now you did something in New York, though. Something. Did was... you do something fancy, like some kind of? No, I was working the whole time. That's what I mean, though. Did yeah. you do like a launch or something? I did like um, we did we launched uh, a product that's going to be out in fall at Crunch called um, Body Shred, which is uh, a fitness class that I'm launching. It's sort of based off of like 30 Day Shred and Ripped in 30, uh, my fitness philosophies. And we're certifying trainers or certificating trainers 
in this science, like the way that I train. So, yeah, I was there for that. And then me and Jake want to be trainers. Brittany, too. We want to be your Brittany can. Why can't me and Jake be certified? Brittany had her butt kicked by me for how many months, Britt? I'm still getting my butt kicked. That's true. But I kicked her butt for like six months. You haven't even lived through a workout yet. Well, I think Jake and I could be trainers. Jake wouldn't make it five seconds. Do we get to wear like hats that say uh, Jillian's trainer? Trainer is trainer. No. It's a class. You'd have to teach a class. Well, we can do that. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. No, one of the first requirements is charisma and motivation. Well, we can do that. Everybody, get them up. Up and down. Up and down? Up and over and shake it and work it. Come on. She's girl. actually dancing in here. Will you take a video of this and let's put know, it on? Right? You know. Jesus. How so are when we, is this coming out? Talk? When is this coming oh, out? It's coming are out. Are you in, allowed to talk about no, it? No, it's, coming, it's coming out in fall. So it's a little, it's a little, yeah, like it's going to be at like New York, Miami, San Francisco, Los Angeles, just at the key crunch locations because we're sort of fine tuning and tweaking and training the trainers and um, and then it's going to go, uh, over the course of the year, it's going to go into all crunches and sort of like, uh, crunch franchises. And then when the year is up, if all goes well, we're going to launch it wide into gyms across the country. Wow. So I was doing that and I was dealing with a bunch of other business and, uh, and I was there for pop chips business and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, then Miami was like holiday and, and Anguilla was holiday and, um, oh, jeez. Yeah, so anyway, we're just tired. We need a vacation from our vacation. Well. <laughs> anyway, I guess the whole point, if I had to sort of wrap this up in a nutshell with a lesson, I guess the lesson really is that you shouldn't judge things that you don't understand, which I know we've talked oh, about, but geez. you can't really know what it's going to be like until you walk in those shoes. And all of those preconceived notions I had about what kind of parent I was going to be and what a bad parent was and what a good parent was. And I will never travel again without help because I'm, I came home physically exhausted and you don't get a break. It's not like you can go get a massage. It's not like you can go get in a workout. It's not like you can go to dinner with friends and the kids want to kill you. They're sick of killing you. And I just think sometimes we got to go a little bit easier on ourselves and it's okay as long as everyone's healthy and happy and live doesn't need to be any judgment, no preconceived notions. And I, I guess I also felt like it was such a cliche to travel with a nanny and like regular people, quote unquote, regular people don't have the help to travel with. And But I got to tell you, you know what's happening to you since you've become a mother? Tell me. Is you are you and I've noticed a million things. I'm getting older. You know, I've gray you're, hair. <laughs> you're becoming. I've. You're becoming more concerned with what people think. And you never used to be like that. I know. I didn't. But the parented thing is just. It's the hardest job in the world, Janice, and I am not an expert in it. And I. I think that. I'm really trying to kind of. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I. I feel like. I want to be in it with the other mom, right. you know, right. or no. like there's this in the click and that's, I know that your nanny, she's not relatable or no. let me tell you, I don't give a crap anymore. We're, we need help. We were, we were dying. No, I, we yeah. were dying. Not all the time, but like, yeah, to, to just sort of like you take them, we're going to um, sleep in or we're going to get a massage or cause it's not a vacation otherwise. Yeah. I know you're right. And I think that's what it is. It's just. It's peer pressure in an area where I am when, when I'm an expert in something, I'm supremely confident. I don't care what anyone else thinks because I, I feel like, no, this works. I know what I'm doing. I don't care what you think. But with parenting, I, I don't know that I could essentially be more lost 
and trying to kind of find my way with it and uh, and getting my ass handed to me on a daily basis. And I really just wanted to be like everyone else. And I and I think people all automatically go, you're you know, you have money, so you're not like us or you're quote famous so you're not like us and but that's your voice i know dude i know you're absolutely right yeah all i'm saying is heidi's twin is our nanny her name's heather next time heather will be (laughs) right there (laughs) but i won't put her in coach how's that yeah yeah Yeah, i won't put her in coach coach how's that she won't be in coach with the kids (laughs) is that fair and you're okay there's my compromise you're in the club yeah i'm not an elitist (laughs) everybody is in business class or whatever Okay. Dear God, that, what a it. ramble. That wasn't That's even what okay. that was supposed to be about. Well, we'll come back and talk about what you're going to talk about or something like that or something else. Or, you know, we'll just come right We'll back. talk about something else? Yeah, we'll oh, okay, good else. to know. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about something else. Okay, we'll Thanks. All right, so here's my next segment. Okay. <clears throat> I have my notes. It's my supermarket survival guide. Oh, hmm? okay. Yeah. So, it's a little more complex than just walking around the perimeter of the supermarket. Yeah, I've got more. And you know why they say that, of course, because all the good stuff is on the perimeter, like the vegetables and uh, the meat and the dairy, and then all the bad for you stuff is in the my middle father, parts. My father was a grocer, and that's what, was he really? yep, and that's what we learned, is that everything's on the outside. The good stuff's on yeah. the outside. Yeah, so yeah. there's that There's that role. But there's more. Okay. If it doesn't fall into the category of animal, vegetable, or mineral, don't buy it. If it's unrecognizable, like a Cheeto. That, I mean, really, what is that? You can't put that in an animal, a vegetable, or a mineral. It's a snack. Really? Bless your heart. Come on. If I was to think of a Cheeto, I would say it is, is a, a what? A grain. No, no. No, it's not a grain. What kind of grain? Um, what oh, grains are in a Cheeto? Wheat. Corn. Corn. There's probably corn. Corn's like... There's Actually, no not a grain, is it's it? It's also a dairy. It's a dairy. Cause there's it's no real, no, there's no real cheese in a Cheeto. You're right, you're it's right. all really? chemicals. No, there's no cheese in a Ugh. Cheeto. No real cheese in a I, Cheeto. You know, isn't that funny? It's all I, chemicals and flavors. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but there is probably like some high fructose corn syrup or like some starch of some sort. So it's not even Look a food. Look it up. Bray, give me the ingredient of it. That's my point of the. Oh. the, the <laughs> You mother of God! That's what I'm trying to say. If it's not animal, vegetable, or mineral, oh my God, you can't even come close to putting it in that category. You've never. You've never That's looked, my point. Looked like that. Like okay. a Twinkie. What is it? Wow. It's not food. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. At least with like a pop chip, it's like popped potato. I'm like, all right, it's popped potato and salt. Like there's nothing else in it. It's, there's no artificial nothing in it. But that's as processed yeah. as I like to get with things. So that's my point. If it doesn't fall into that category, gotcha. God, Janice, geez, way to take the long way home. Moving on. <laughs> oh, Lord. Just a few caveats with regard to the food products. If the sodium content is higher than the amount of calories per serving, put that product back. That is not healthy, not good for you. Sugar, all right? I want you to keep the sugar below 10%. 
of the total calories. So that's about two and a half grams of sugar per hundred calories. Okay, because sugar is about four grams, uh, four calories per gram. So two and a half, around 10 calories per hundred. Okay, fiber. When you're going for a grain product, I want you to really look for something that has at least two grams of fiber per hundred calories, because we need at least 38 grams of fiber a day for to function properly and to be semi somewhat healthy, although more is better. So those are just a few little things you want to look out for on your products. Okay, Okay. moving on. All right. I want you to play a little game. I want you to challenge the cashier. Now, what I mean by that, hold on. Barcodes do not challenge the cashier. But if you think about the foods that you buy that the cashier is like, hold on, I got to look it up. If it's obviously vegetables, fruits, nuts, bulk, grains in bulk, anything like that, they have to ultimately look it up or it takes a minute or you have to write it down. And what you're really doing there is you're essentially saying that the food is less processed. That's all. So think about that. Think about how long can you make that cashier work? Oh, that's nice. Well, the cashiers make a good living. They make a good living. Yeah. What are they, you know, come on. Uh, obviously, you know, we already talked about this. Start in the produce section. Fill up there. Work the periphery. Balance your meals. So when you look at your cart, make sure that you have healthy carbs, healthy proteins, healthy fats. That's obvious. Uh, now, here's the other thing, though. A couple of rules. Do not go to the market when you're hungry. That is dangerous, 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 because you're going to buy a bunch of stuff that you know you shouldn't be buying. I know you know this. No, I know. Janice. No, I eat. I, I I eat before I go have a little something something because because otherwise I'll start eating in the store. Sometimes I'll buy the oatmeal, these oatmeal chocolate chips mm. and I'll eat I'll down about four or five as I'm walking around doing? the store but eating because whole... I'm hungry because I'm so hungry. Okay, like, that's what I mean. It's bad. I'm so hungry in the <laughs> store. What is she doing? The, in the, the store. But you're not supposed to eat in the store. That's just creepy and borderline shoplifting, which you're supposed no, to do. No, because I did have a fellow follow me around, and I turned around and went, I'm paying for it! Pissed <laughs> see me what off. I mean? You see what I mean? Well, it pissed me off. I I have money. I always pay for my food, but he was following me. I have me. money? Well, I was sec. wondering. Don't piss me off. Janice. Don't follow me around the oh my GD God. store. The GD? Oh, the GD oh. store. Oh, GD store. That's the GD store. The good but darn store. store. The good darn store. Gosh darn store. But you're right. Yeah. Don't go hungry. Thank you for Because you'll that. buy things you Brittany, don't need. Brittany's nodding because she's done it now, too. She's done it too. You need to go with a plan. So have a list and don't buy anything that's not on your list because so many times we get to the store and we're like, oh, oh sure. cheese flavored popcorn snacks. I need that. But you don't. Have a list. Have a game plan. Otherwise, you're going in there blind. And don't buy anything that's not on the list. Use a cart, not a basket. So recently, they did a study, a journal of marketing research. They did a study of people that shopped with a basket versus a cart. And the basket lends itself to more impulse buys. Seriously? I swear to God, dude. It says researchers say that curling your arm inward to carry a basket increases your desire to embrace instant rewards like sweet foods. But with the cart, you extend your arms in a motion associated with avoiding negative outcomes. You got to be kidding. Look, bud, all I'm saying is try it. Shop with a cart. I do say that when I have a little basket, I'm like, oh, I'm just picking up some... You know, and whenever I have the basket, I'll, I'll definitely get, like, the magazine at the counter or whatever that I don't normally buy. That's really... I, I don't know. I, just try it. It can't hurt. 
It's a harmless tip. What are you doing? You're ruining the tips I've pulled. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm going to step over here and just keep And it was a fresh one. It's not like the walk around the periphery that we've heard a thousand times. (laughs) Jeez. No, but that's very interesting. Here's another one. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Avoid lines, which I I feel like this is kind of silly because obviously we're going to try to avoid lines, but really do your best to avoid lines because the longer you're waiting in line, the more your willpower is tempted. And theoretically, you're more likely to buy those impulse items at the register. See, my dad, the grocer, taught me to do that when I couldn't sell those bad tarts. And when I was working in the bread store, couldn't sell. I was working bad in a day old bread store, and I couldn't. And, and he told me, I think I've probably repeated myself, but I had some tarts, and I said, Dad, that, that I'm not selling the tarts. And he said, Well, why don't you put them right here? And you know what? Sold all those GD tarts in one day, because uh, impulse buy. Exactly, because people are standing there to sell all the tarts. I said, Dad, you're absolutely right. I sold all the tarts. He said, That's what you call. That's what you call marketing. Yeah, I'm going to just step outside. Okay, so to help you avoid sociopaths like Janice that are trying to manipulate you into eating stale poison, I would like for you to shop at off-peak hours, all right, like the middle of the week or later at night. God, Janice. And most stores are open late now, too. Like most stores. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to step outside, wasn't I? Leave the kids at home. Do not shop with your kids. Because you don't want the kids to have a vote in the supermarket. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I take Lou all the time, but she's starting to really catch on. And she's like, Mama. And she starts pointing to stuff. I'm like, oh, no. All right. Invest in nutrients, not calories. So don't buy things like, all right, a sweet potato fries. Buy a sweet potato. Because everyone's always bitching about how expensive this stuff is. But when you look at the crap you're buying, when you could be buying nutrients. So, for example, like, all right, you're going to spend, you could spend a dollar buying a pound of sweet potatoes or 5.3 ounces of all right of sweet potato fries. Well, you're investing in the nutrients. Buy the sweet potato. Uh, Another one, like get broccoli instead of like a cream of broccoli condensed soup. Buy blueberries instead of Kellogg's blueberry Pop-Tarts. Buy tomatoes instead of ketchup. Buy oats instead of like a granola, a processed granola bar. Buy strawberries instead of like Smucker's jam. You see what I'm saying? Those are not, it's like we end up buying all these crappy products and then saying, oh, healthy foods are so much more expensive. But everything I just listed is in its natural state is way cheaper than the stuff Mm -hmm. I just listed in this processed crappy state. Got it? Mm -hmm. And here's another one. Okay, so if you're going to make an investment in your healthy food, pick what you're going to go organic on. I've said this a million times. If it has a skin or like a thick rind, like an orange, uh, a pineapple, a watermelon, something like that, it, a banana, I'd rather see you buy those things in a conventional form, non-organic, than see you buy things like raspberries that are uh, non-organic because things that have thin skins absorb more pesticides. If you can, put it into your meat and your dairy. Buy organic meat and dairy so you don't get the hormones and the antibiotics. Uh, All right, now here's another one. Beware of the natural food store. I think a lot of times when we get on these healthy kicks, we go to places like Whole Foods, but there's a reason they call it Whole Paycheck. Like, (laughs) there's a place by my house, and I shop there because it's convenient, and we live out in, you know, kind of like Malibu. We live kind of way out there, and... I go there and I was buying formula for my son and we get this like Earth's best organic way non-soy formula, right? Because the kid is so friggin' enormous. Heidi can't support him on boob milk alone. 
Once again, another parenting thing that I never, ever thought I would cave on. Um, but I'm like buying this formula. It's $15 more at this store than it is at Ralph's. The exact same formula. And $15 more. It's $45 at this market and it was $30 at Ralph's. Like you can go to those bigger chains and find a lot of these healthier products for significantly cheaper. So, you know, don't don't assume it's healthier if it comes from the health food store. Um, Be smart about it. You can still find a lot of those products at the... The Ralphs's, the Ralphs's of the world. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I've said it before, clip coupons, buy in bulk, you can buy frozen. This is all to save money, but <clears throat> that's it. Yes, I've been freezing my own fruit lately because it's blackberry and blueberry season, and I buy big boxes of it and I freeze it myself. Why? So I can have a, so I can have a lovely treat in the middle of winter. Why don't you just buy it frozen? Why not freeze my own? It's fresh. It's fresh, no spray blueberries. But you can buy that. Where? The supermarket in the frozen aisle. Why don't I buy? In I know season? this because I put them in smoothies. Why don't I buy them in season? You've told. You said that. You said only buy things that are in season. Oh, unless it's frozen. Never mind. But why wouldn't you freeze? What's wrong with freezing my blueberries? Oh, it's a waste of time. Why? Because you can buy them frozen. At, at a higher price. No, I mean, they're you, actually cheaper when you buy them frozen versus fresh, which is why I just said buy frozen. Cause it's well, I don't pay anything. I go down to my sister's place in the back of the barn. There's a whole bunch of blackberries. Go there and pick, get all scratched up. You have to wear long sleeves and long pants. Pick them myself. Go home well, wash she's them. not paying anything. She's got a point because a lot of people will say, like, I can't grow my own because of the weather here. But you can, like, in the olden days, people would can and freeze. So yes. she does have a point. Yes. And if you can if you can get them for free, if you can find, like, you know, renegade bushes, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? What's wrong with you today? I'm just saying. This that, is totally unusable advice. A renegade? You want someone to drive hey, around I'm just, randomly looking for a renegade uh, blueberry bush? Blackberry. Same thing. You just got to be careful of the bears because bears uh, like the renegade bushes too. I'm just saying, have you ever tasted, why don't you try, for, you can't, you don't, we don't grow blueberries in the Southern California, but I'm just saying if you had a real blueberry and you froze it, mm. the difference in the taste between the ones you'd buy frozen at the store and your own frozen berries. But you just said I can't grow those here. Well, that's too bad for so you. So once again, your advice is you not applicable. Next time, I will bring you some fresh blueberries. <sighs> oh, I can't. You can't bring produce. Produce? <laughs> I. <laughs> produce. Is she serious? She's kidding. Uh-uh. No, no, she's not. Produce. Well, I say produce. It's produce, dude. How have you managed to get this far in life? <laughs> I'm going to the produce store. She doesn't really. You're kidding. Well, that's how we pronounce it up in the land up there. No, you don't. <laughs> you, do you want to call somewhere? Call someone right now who's Canadian. Quick, Google a Canadian Ralphs. <laughs> there is no Ralphs in Canada. Call a, a Canadian person right now. No, we're going to call. I wouldn't even know who to call. I will buy you tickets to Disneyland if I say, say the word that stands for fruits and vegetables and starts with a P. Go. No, and you got to say, say that because then they're on the... They'll say produce. They no, will say no, produce in Canada. And no, they will not. No. 
Well, you know what? Let's Google. We'll Google. A I don't want to Google. And Get say, someone on and the phone. And I'm going to say, could I? Um, okay, stop down. Let's get a number, and we'll come right back. Do it. Okay, we found a number for a supermarket in Canada, and we're now dialing. I, I swear to God. I'll talk. All right, do it. Welcome to Fabon Foods Pharmacy. Pharmacy. To use our automated prescription mm-hmm. refill system, mm-hmm. press 1. No. To speak to a pharmacy team member, no. press mm-hmm. 3. Call the pharmacy. No. Hang on. Oh, we'll, we'll press 3. Did You could talk to the pharmacy person. Oh. Savon Pharmacy, Becky speaking. Hi, Becky. I'm sorry. I unfortunately dialed the pharmacy. Is there any way you could transfer me to somebody in the fruits and vegetables section? What do you call that section? Uh, produce. The produce section. Thank you very much. Yes, That'd be lovely. Second. Thank you. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on the phone. She said produce, you psychotic nutball. I heard you, produce. I heard, I heard produce. I heard produce. 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 I think we should do one more. No. Okay. That was very produce. good. You were very good at that. Stop down, stop down. Okay, pick. I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> You know, this is like gorilla. We turn into gorilla radio by doing this. You know that, Janice. This is like I have to prove the a jerky point. boys do. No, no, no. Take two. Hi, is your refrigerator running? What? Okay. I no. I'm. Thank you for calling. Save on foods. Is this different? Save on. Okay. Isn't that beautiful music? Mm-hmm. It is soothing. Afternoon, Floral Department, Tracy speaking. Hi, Tracy. Um, I'm wondering if you could transfer me to the fruits and vegetables section. I can't, I, I can't, I'm sorry. What's that called? Produce? The produce section. Exactly. Thank you so much. Okay, I'll just have to look up your local, just a moment. Thank you. Okay. Hang on. You, <laughs> you nonsensical, blabbering, illiterate. Friggin' nutball. Should we call a third That's one? two Canadians, <laughs> and they both said produce. Well, now then, what was I talking about before we got on this? Did I finish my segment? I did. How do we, huh? how do we Jake? How oh, do we I get was on done. this? How do we get on the produce? Because you, you, you said produce. It tastes better when you grow your own produce. produce. Oh God, that's after she went into the whole thing about freezing her freezing my berries, berries from <laughs> renegade trees and fending off bears. I swear to God, Janice, it's like they just don't make them like you. I've never even seen... Well, I've said produce for a long time. And you should stop. This is probably why you're still single. (laughs) (laughs) Now then, what kind of segment are we doing next? We're going to talk to some people. Oh, This is why I'm single. Well, that's one reason. you're rude. No, no, I'm just honest.
hey, we are back in studio. So, hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Cynthia wants to talk to you. Well, thank God I'm done talking to you. Good. All right. Well, Cynthia's waiting. Hi, Cynthia. What's going on? Hi, Jillian. My question for you is, what is normal muscle soreness? Because after <laughs> working out to your videos or your cool making the cut program... Or anything else like that. My daughter and I can't walk. For days. Now, now it's not like we just started it and we're not in shape. I've been working out with your stuff for two plus years. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And so what is normal? Well, I know it's not injury. All right. So so here's the deal. And oftentimes um, what will happen is you'll be sore for around two days. And the second day is usually worse than the first day. And by the third day, it should dissipate a little bit or actually qu- quite a lot. Um, if you're noticing that, like, you're laying in bed and your leg is throbbing or, you know, the pain goes on for over a week, you have pain in your joints versus pain in the muscles. Uh, if there if there are things like that, severe stabbing pains, if you hear a snap or a pop during the workout, then then that is beyond and that is an injury. Uh or sprain, a strain, things of that nature. But with, with that said, two two questions: How long are you sore for, and um, which of the DVDs are you doing? Well, right now we're doing making the cut. Okay. Well, all right. So the reason you're, if you've bought any sort of system that I put out, right? So if it's if it's more than one workout and you're following the progression of the workouts, for example, Body Revolution. There's 15 workouts in Body Revolution. It progresses every two weeks, and in a two-week period, you have three separate workouts that you're doing during the week. Right, so, I just that. okay. So then, if you're doing something like making the cut, once again, it's a it's a host of different workouts that you follow over the course of of a period of time. It's not one workout that you're doing day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out, where your body adapts. And the reason I do this is because I want your body to constantly get new stimulus so you're sore and you're forcing your body to adapt and change and grow stronger and more agile and more flexible and more balanced and get more power and get more speed. Uh, so that's why you're never going to get to a place where you're like, son of a gun, I, I'm an athlete, but I'm sore again. Well, I create them so you are continuously sore. That is the whole point is that you, your body doesn't plateau. With that said, though, if you're like a week in and it's been one workout and a week later, you're like, God, my quad is not letting up. That sounds like a strain to me. Right. It's not that. It's just when we are done, by the time we try to get up and go to dinner, <laughs> either one of us can walk normally. <laughs> we, we look retarded. We try to walk. We go to the mall and we're limping. We're like, out, out, out. Uh, <laughs> and it just gets a little ridiculous. Like, when is it going to get to the point where it's not that sore? It, it it probably won't happen if you're doing a program like that. Like if you if you did, let's say, God, I mean, even Ripton Thirty is four workouts, and you do right, a new one. You, you do a new one every week. However, let's say you stuck with something like. Um, God, I'm trying to think. I, most of my workouts, I give like at least three workouts, and they're progressive. But like, uh, let's say kickbox fast fix, okay? Let's oh, say I did that one too. That made me sore too. Okay, but if you did the same kickbox fast fix workout for two weeks, I, I bet you wouldn't even be sore the second week. 
So if you did that same workout again and again and again, you'd adapt to it. If you went to the gym and you had your little regimen, you'd adapt to it. So the thing is, if you're following these programs, again, they're getting progressively difficult every week. And in addition, I don't, you know, you're doing programs that have different workouts every day. You're following Making the Cut and Body Revolution, which those are my ideal training. How do I explain it? So pretty much, yeah, like you're, you're training uh, the same muscle group twice a week with two days of rest in between training. So every day you're training something different, and then you've got the cardio day. And that's like in a perfect world, if I was able to personally train you, those are the two programs I was able to create instead of a total body standalone DVD. Well, of, co- of course you're going to be sore because you're doing different workouts every day, and then every two weeks it gets harder. So, yeah, you can't expect... If you told me you weren't sore, I would be really disappointed in myself. If, if you told me, you know, a week later my, my quad just feels like it's on fire, I'd say you're injured. So, so yeah. It, but the thing is, remember, if you do the same workout or you train in the same way for two weeks, even a week, you won't you won't be sore. But by constantly changing the exercise, the repetitions, the weights, the amount of sets, uh, the muscle groups you train on different days, you're always changing the stimulus. You're always hitting the body in different ways. And I don't train you in the same way every time. So sometimes I train for power. Sometimes I train for speed. Sometimes I train for balance. So I, I practice a lot of what I like to call holistic equality with my training so that I make sure that you're not just fit, but you're fit to be functional. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but... Why I try to train somebody so that they're the most well-rounded with regard to their performance and their athleticism to not only help them look good, to, but to perform better in their everyday life, to prevent injury and to function, functional training. Uh, so, yeah, you're you're going to be sore. That sounds about right. Ha. <laughs> ha. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we don't thank you often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. But. But when you dry on your your um your skinny jeans, I'm sure I'm sure you're, you you got to be somewhat happy. Some days it depends if I can get the skinny jeans on because my arms are actually functioning that day. <laughs> there are days where we just have to wear the sweatpants because we can't move. My favorite and, is when people try to sit on the toilet and they're so sore that they can't lower themselves down. Oh, yeah, that, oh, that's, yeah that, that's always fun. <laughs> that's or my you favorite. You can't get your workout clothes off. Because you can't use your arms. There's no store, or you can't wash your hair. The wash your hair one I hear a lot, too. The toilet and the wash the hair one, yeah, because they can't raise the arms up. The shoulders are donsky. Dunzo. That's just mean. That's just mean. Janice, I am a scientist. I am a genius. Oh, my God, Cynthia. Oh, see see what I've been dealing with today? How you put your workouts together. I'm a visionary, Janice. How do you decide... That at the end of a workout, like Body Revolution, for instance, yeah. one of the DVDs is the tricep workout from hell. I think it's DVD five. Yeah, the end of the workout. And you decide to do like plank ups at the end. Yeah. Instead of in the beginning when you're strong and you could do them. I call why? it uh, because it's. Why do you do it that way? I call it a blitz and polish. So what I like to do is I train. Oh, she has a That's name for it. Oh no, I have no. You don't even understand how serious I am about this stuff. That's what body shred is all about. It's all about putting everything that I have been doing for years into a, into a program so that trainers can learn and train the same way. So it brings this stuff to life, so to speak, in the gym. 
Yeah, no. Okay, so what I what I do is sequencing is a really big part of the is not a really big part, but it's an integral part of the way that I train. So I like to take out the big muscle groups first. If you hit the triceps before you work chest, you're going to have an impaired chest workout. Well, chest is a really big muscle group. So we want to make sure that we really hit the chest good and hard from different angles of uh, essentially push. So that's why I train the chest in so many different ways and I hit it in so many different angles and I change it every other every two weeks. I progress a factor and I, ch- I hit the chest two times in the week and I give it two days of rest. But the reason we do triceps afterwards is because if you did them before, you would essentially have a poor chest workout because triceps assist chest. So first you hit chest mm-hmm. okay. and then I call it blitz and polish. Then you polish off those little muscles like biceps and triceps. And sometimes I'll do it with plank ups, but usually you'll see them in combo lifts or uh, mashups, hybrids, things like um, a squat with a press or a lunge with a curl or uh, tricep kickbacks and crescent pose. Those will almost always come after the push-ups and things of that nature. That's why I do it. But I think what Cynthia is really asking is yeah. what 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 possesses you to throw yeah. some kind of uh-huh. planky dippity do yeah. when people are exhausted? Who are you really angry at? No, no, no. I'm about spaghetti strap tank tops. Okay, but what's with the suicide at the end of a workout? Exactly. No one does that. No, no, no. Once again, let me be clear. It's a 30-minute workout. There is no end of a 30-minute workout. I don't throw away any part of my workout. You will work the entire 30 minutes. And then you thank me that I got the results in in 30 minutes. You're not done. I don't throw away. I don't go, oh, it's the end. No, no, no. And every what I like to do is I work in intervals, but I give you what I call active recovery, and then I ramp up heart rate. Then I bring you down, then I bring you up. Then I bring you down, and I bring you up. And each circuit, there's a cycle. There's a peak and a decrease for your recovery while you're still training. Suicides is the end of my peak. Well, I think you should have a section just called, let's sit down and hug each other. No, because it doesn't make your butt any harder. (laughs) What would be the point of that? Well, there's something nurturing. Don't you don't you say let's have a little cool down? That's why God created people like Oh, you don't know. say Susan Powder. <laughs> no, no, no. No fitness person. That's why God created people like Oprah. Oh <laughs> you know. So you can have like a kumbaya kind of a moment. So we'd have well, you I don't necessarily need a kumbaya moment, but like oh. we could like amp it down to like, okay, you've just worked out for twenty nine minutes with me. You know what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm gonna do to her. And then, and the next DVD, I'm gonna be like, Cynthia, this one's for you. (laughs) And I'm gonna find a way to do plyo suicides across the entire room. That's what I'm gonna do. It's just gonna be called. This is for you. I'm gonna be like, here you go, Cynthia. Cynthia, this is for you. And it's gonna be like the last, the very last exercise. And then I'm gonna add some plank ups for extra credit. You do runs uphill at the incline 15. Yeah, I'll do anything like that for you. I'll make My daughter's it. nose actually bled. And she goes, I just had a bloody nose. And I was like, yeah, it's the altitude. Because nobody runs out. at a 15. It's the nobody. altitude. It's good for you. Yeah, those must have been the workouts I programmed on the treadmill, huh? No, this is, it's in making a cut. Oh, yeah. It's lovely, like, cardio. It's, it's perfect to throw in there. I forgot I programmed the cardio workouts and making the cut oh as well. Oh my god, I think Cynthia has to be your spoke. My daughter <laughs> got nosebleeds because of the altitude on the treadmill. It's good for her. You know what it does? It builds character. Oh 
my god. Oh, character. Okay, I'll let her know that. Cause yeah. That's not what she's saying about you on the treadmill. <laughs> Just let her know it builds character. Yeah. Oh, too funny. No, it's good. See? Oh, Cindy right. is a warrior now. All right. Oh, well, I'm something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cynthia, thank you. All right, thank well, thanks for... so much. All right, take it easy. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, God. I am a genius. Really, it's true. I think there's a, I, sometimes I think that you got a little little something something going no. on in there. No, I'm a master of what people can truly do. She didn't say she died on there, did she? She got a little nosebleed, but she kept going. Because of the altitude, that just did me in. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying she lived. Huh? Well. Yeah. It's called right. pushing the limits of human potential, Janice. Yeah, she, I'm creating she who warriors. says that, who didn't watch much of the Olympics. Fair, I'm very disappointed in you that didn't, you didn't watch the Olympics. I watched some of it. That is the, the, the human spirit. I watched some of it. I'm not, I don't really like to watch sports. Yeah, some people I are into watching sports. And some I, I don't aren't. watch sports. I like to watch, like, I hate team sports. Oh, it's like torture for me. But like the synchronized diving, gymnastics, some of the track and field stuff I thought was really cool. You're not, did you ever play team sports? I hate team sports. Really? Oh, I hate it. Yeah, because then you lose and it's Sally Joe's fault. <laughs> and it just pisses me <laughs> off. I like to be alone. Oh, my God. I don't want any weak links. Yeah. Oh, way to go, Sally Joe. Yeah, it's I don't like to lose. I like it. Yeah, that's why I always like things like martial arts. I'm a lone wolf, Janice. Oh, seriously, even as a, you never played any team sports. Hate it. I think I was on a soccer team as a little kid for like five minutes. Until Sally Joe missed the yeah, goal. Yeah, that's right, and I beat the crap out you... of her. Yeah. Oh no. my god. I hate team sports. Hate it. Hate, hate, hate it. You know what I? Because you're I... only as strong as your weakest link, and I can't control the weakest link. So, yep, that's right. That's what I think about team sports. And what are you going to do when Lou says to you, hey, mom, I want to There's a, I want be on the basketball team. I'm going to say, you watch out for that Sally Joe. <laughs> I'm going to say, shank that bitch in the parking lot or you're going to lose every game. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going oh to say, you get the, I watched it. You get that Sally Joe in your crosshairs and you take care of business. But I've picked out all her sports. She's already riding horses. My little solo equestrian, dance, no team in dance. If you're in a dance company. There's no team. It's not a team sport. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right. And my son and I are going to do martial arts together. That's right. Okay. What if she What if she wants to play with Sally Joe on the basketball team? I'm just going to say, as long as Sally Joe continues to breathe, <laughs> you are going to lose. How does that make you feel? Oh, my God. Yeah. Look what comes out just in simple conversation. I'm just saying. <laughs> you better shank parking lot. Or you will continue to lose. There's no points for second place, Lou. Oh, my God. I need breath. Oh, I mean, look Lord. at how you bring down the show. Look what I have to deal with every single week. Because I'm on your team. I mean, I would be winning some sort of award if it wasn't for you. What are they? Oh, we did win an award. You weren't able to sabotage that, were you, Sally Joe Janice? <laughs> we did. All right. Yeah. We did win an award. Yeah. All right. Well, Jillian and, yeah. and Sally Joe have to check out now. No, I already killed Sally Joe way back then. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm.
can't believe you're gonna tell Lou to shank. <laughs> say like, you see that Sally Joe bitch? This is your problem. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta tell her go. right now. We gotta go. Right. Oh god. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>